What did I just say? I gotta get another one of these bad boys. Okay. So while you're doing that, I'm gonna go. Hey guys, I'm Sarah. And I'm Carrie. And, and we're Too Drunk to Trek. Trek. Should I shut the window? Um, okay, so here's the thing, guys. It's hot in here today. So hot. And we have to have the dogs. So there's just, it, there's gonna be background noise. Yeah. If we hear a motorcycle idling in the background, we'll pause. We'll pause this time. Unlike we that learned one yeah, time. That lesson. <laughs> we get it. We got, we get, got there. I probably could have fixed it, but I really didn't want to. Yeah, and I don't, I don't feel like we need any obstacles in our lives. Any. <laughs> Even minor ones. Well, it's too many. It's too many obstacles. <laughs> it's too much. Um, um, so yeah, it's it's it could be loud from outside. The dogs are in here. They have bones. There's all sorts of things that can make noise this episode. Yeah, including Carrie and I. Hopefully us. <laughs> Mostly us. <laughs> It'll ideally be us, and there won't be a whole lot of weird sounds in the background. But no promises. We'll you find know? out. Yeah. Um. Just I guess to start real big. Right off the bat, trigger warning for yeah. Nazis. Just the whole episode is literally about Nazis. It's about Nazis. And I never would have seen this coming. Like I expected a lot of bad things. A lot of and we we've sat through a lot of bad things. And mm-hmm. but this was the first full Nazi episode. Like it was not even like a nod to Nazism. They were using the the uniforms, the symbolism. The gestures. Did, like, you, did you not see this coming? I did not see this coming. <laughs> I did not see this coming. Oh, I was so worried we were going to miss that joke. We didn't. No, just get it right out. Like, Don't worry, guys. Pow. <laughs> Never disappoint. Yeah, it was, it was like, it, you know, the first like five or ten minutes isn't pure Nazis. And you and don't after know. That, you don't know yeah. Nazis are coming. No. They're just out of you nowhere. You never do. You never <laughs> see the, the, No one expects the yeah. Nazi. Yet again, we yeah. did not see that coming. Yeah. <laughs> Spanish Inquisition? Yeah. Maybe, but yeah, not possibly. Nazis. <laughs> not the Nazis. It it was very, like, because at first there was a uniform on and we were like, oh, that's weird. That looks like a Nazi uniform. And they were like, no, we're actually Nazis. And then there was propaganda yeah. and some swastikas. Like actual video footage of, of Nazi Germany. Nazi Germany. Just... Yeah, so if the Nazis are not your jam, which honestly shouldn't be anyone's. shouldn't be anybody like this, like if it if it gets you upset on a soul level, this is not an episode for you. Yeah. Also, like there's like a little bit of um, almost like Nazi forgive not forgiveness sympathizing but, simp, simp, but even even more like just like appreciating yeah, the good things that they efficient. did and it's like that i think got me even more it's like we don't need to talk about anything these people yeah. did right yeah <laughs> like, we know that they were really good at paperwork yeah you don't need to point that out yeah but that's not the point yeah. um which i guess is what they're trying to make a point of in this episode we'll get there okay but so, yeah, if, if you don't do Nazis, don't do this episode. Yeah. Because we're going to talk a lot about them. Like, because we can't help it. This show is always, like, just a fucking grab bag. Yeah, it could be anything. <laughs> anything. Anything. Okay, whatever. Nazis. Nazis. So, uh, there's, they're orbiting uh, two planets. They're going into a solar system, and there's these two neighboring planets. Which I... <laughs> We'll get to that later. I'm already annoyed. Yeah. Well, it's so stupid because they're like, 
hey, we're passing this one planet called Zeon, and Kirk's like, yeah, that's not the one we're going for. We want Ecos, dummy. We want Ecos. Okay, Doggies. Dogs. Babies. Hey. hey, Babies. You're going to be separated. Go in there. Get in your crate. Good girl. Okay. Woo. Good dogs. Okay. Yeah, so they, they... Chekhov points out that they're passing a planet, and Kirk's like, Not that one. Not that one, fucker. Yeah. And then Chekhov's like, Yeah, uh, I didn't say we were going there. I'm just like, I was just saying we're passing this planet. She'll, yeah. she'll calm down. Yeah, I'm just, we're, oh. I'm pointing it out to you that we're, we're, we're by it. Yeah. Right now. So, and then he's like, Well, we're going for the inner planet. And I guess they've been, like, trying to get a hold of somebody on this planet for months. And it doesn't seem like they've been gone, like, this person they're looking for has been gone that long, right? Like, I didn't get the impression it was... They definitely waffled on a bit, because they were like, this guy is the super cool guy. It's been two years, or maybe it's been a decade. Yeah, and he was Kirk's old professor. Yeah. And we know Kirk's old. Yeah. So. Like dirt. Yeah, he's as old as dirt. You're not getting out. You annoying little shit. You're stuck in here. Just lay down. She's pretty sure she's getting out. She's not. Okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) The way she did that just looked at you like, oh yeah? Yeah. Fuck you. (laughs) I can make noise. (laughs) I'll do it again. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. That's what she's saying to you. That's my little dog. I know what she's saying to me. She says it all the time. (laughs) Uh... So, um, they're looking for this old professor, and Spock says that he really, like, he liked that this particular professor, like, tried to learn from the mistakes of, like, Earth's past and Earth's history. Yeah, he didn't do, like, dates and things like that. It was cause and effect. So, this happened, and then this happened. Like, that's, because this happened, then this happened. Yeah. Is how he, like, taught history is more of a... Cause and effect. Yeah. Which honestly makes the rest of the plot even more fucking stupid. It really does. Yeah. Because they're like praising how he does things and then he does the stupidest thing. Hold on, guys. I'm yep. going to kick the dogs out. Who knows how this is going to go now, guys. We'll find out. Yep. Okay. So, Spock likes this guy's style. Yep. And um, this is where uh, they're... Being intercepted by some sort of spacecraft, but they don't know what it is yet at first. Yeah, now they're by the planet Ecos. Yeah. And so what we have, like, they mentioned kind of in passing is that they pass Zeon. That's not where we're going, Check off, you fucking idiot. Yeah. That planet is technologically advanced, but... They're very peaceful. They're super peaceful people. And then now we're going to Ecos, which... They're primitive, but they are fucking warmongers. Like, they love to fuck shit up. Yeah. So, they get to the planet, and they're being scanned, and then are probed. And that's when the this craft yeah. comes out. And they find out that it's a warhead, so they explode it's, it. But it's, it's a Xeon warship, but it's by Eco. So, they're like, what the hell? Like, there shouldn't be a Xeon warship. I thought the issue... See, maybe this is why I should have taken more notes. Because I thought the issue was that neither planet should have had the technology oh, yeah. to well, do this. They... Neither of them should have had the technology, I don't think. But if some... Like, 
definitely not Ecos. Yeah. Those guys, the Zeons, were pretty advanced, but they because were Because they peaceful. weren't fighting them. Yeah, because they're other. not, they shouldn't have warheads. Yeah. They could have ships probably, but they definitely wouldn't have warheads. Not like whatever's going, yeah. So, it's, it's according to Spock, fascinating. Oh. Like everything else. Um... It's way ahead of where they should be, though. And so he's like, well, how do you think this happened? And they're like, maybe they had help. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Also, we can't find that guy, John Gill, that we're looking for. We He came here to oh, that's after. observe. We're in the intro. We just got to the intro. John Gill was in the He was intro. in the beginning. Yeah, we talked about he was Kirk's professor. But they, they are they're trying to get a hold of him after the intro. Yeah, no, no. He's not, they're, they're not, I'm not saying they're trying oh, to get a hold of him. okay. Like, his job on the planet was to be, like, an observer of culture. Yes. And they might have, I don't know when they said that, because I didn't listen. Yeah, I think it was. It probably was before the credit. Before the credit. I was. Intro. I was watching the intro, and I was like. It was bad. I was like, I don't care what's happening. Well, I guess not the intro. Before the intro. Yeah. The pre-intro. And I was like, I hate all of this. <laughs> so they're, the whole reason that they're here is to find this guy mm-hmm. that there is supposed to be a cultural observer. Uh, observer. Observer. He's a observer. An observer. An observer. <laughs> and a renowned historian. And they can't get a hold of him. And so then that's the, the intro. They were like, oh, this is generations ahead. Maybe they had help. Dun, 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 dun. 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 And then the intro. Oh, wait, no, that's Star Wars. <laughs> I know. You're going to get kicked off your own podcast. Uh, it's fine. All music sounds the same. Uh, <laughs> I just like saying really controversial things. So they are uh, in orbit of the correct planet now, the one that this guy got lost on. But Ahura hasn't gotten any responses from him on any of the feeds that she's been sending out. And they're like, well, he must be dead. Like, he should be responding if he's down there observing and yeah. everything. And he's not. So, um, also, we're going to go to maximum orbit because whatever just scanned us, like, we don't. Oh, and they didn't want that to happen again. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Um, so then they go to, I guess for some reason, they're sending down their first and second in command. Kirk and Spock. Again. Again. <laughs> going to go down to the planet and hang out. Uh, but so, to be fair, they are experienced in wearing, like, the clothes. Fishmonger clothes. <laughs> I, I, I called it street clothes. <laughs> yeah, it's, if you consider a light denim shirt mm-hmm. and jeans a street clothes, yeah. then yes, that's what's happening. Kirk looked like a dad. Yeah. He, like. In the 80s. Like, he should have. Yeah. The big glasses. Maybe a mustache. White tennis shoes. Yeah. Definitely a mustache. Yeah, he needed a mustache. Spock that had I, what I can only imagine was like a very loose poncho. It, it was like. a sweater. He was so hipster once again. Yeah, he had the beanie with his little bangs sticking out, and then yeah. like this oversized sweater. And it was it was so <laughs> loose and st- like there were holes in it. It was. He's a hipster. I think that every 100%. time he like. There is a hipster out there that models everything off after whatever Spock wore down to. He wore yeah. Uggs one time. Yeah. Like, come on. Definitely. Yeah. That what? velvet suit. Do you remember the velvet? I just remember there being velvet. I don't right now. Why not? What I'm. I remember the velvet curtains. There were. No, there was a time when uh, he was like a. I think it was the same time he was wearing the Uggs. He was wearing some sort of velvet because he was like supposed to be a merchant, and so oh, he- <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, yeah, 
Yep. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> the merchant. Got there. The merchant. Uh, it was a Klingon episode, I believe. Yep. yep. Okay. So, <laughs> we, uh, they're getting these transporters stuck into their wrists, or their arms. Transponders. Transponder. I actually wrote transponder. Yeah. That's not what I read. That's what I wrote. <laughs> to be fair, I don't know if we've used that word in this show before. We use transporter a lot. A lot. So probably beer yeah. brain, Sarah, beer Sarah brain beer was Sarah like, brain. transporter. Well, I guess like, I, is a transponder just like something that's supposed to tell them where they are? No, it's like a communication device. But they had their comms with them. But they weren't sure that they were going to be able to get through because they weren't sure that their message was getting to John Gill. So and the trans why. the transponder was supposed to like yeah help with their message because they can't yeah. like put like it was under their skin. It was under their skin. It was really weird. Okay, so whatever I, it is, it's literally it. it's literally just there for later yeah. to also not make sense. Yeah. Um. Even and less sense. I, even, I, I would venture to say. Arguably, even <laughs> less sense. Um, so they decide to beam down in their street close to this planet. And uh, Spock... Oh, God. He basically is, just looks around and he's like, hmm, maybe because they're humanoid, all the architecture looks like our architecture. Yeah, this <laughs> they crazy. have the same buildings because we're pretty much the same, I bet. We're both human-ish. They, they were just humans. Yeah, and also, Spock, you're not an Earthling. Like, this is Earth architecture. <laughs> <laughs> but he studies it. He knows. He probably does. I'll give yeah. him that. But, like, he was just like, yeah, it's just, it's so weird. Like, they're just like us, so their architecture is probably... But the thing is, Vulcans are humanoid, and their architecture is different. Way different. Klingons, completely different. Doesn't matter. Um, That's not what happens in this episode. Nope, not That's at all. That's not the the point they're making in this one. Okay, yes. <laughs> you're being fair. <laughs> you're very accurate. <laughs> That's not the point, Sarah. The yeah. point is this looks like Earth because <laughs> because they're also human. They're also human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so dumb. I feel like maybe you're too smart for Star Trek. Spock's smarter than me. Just take it at face value. Everyone knows Spock's smarter than me, so I don't understand how this is the thing. If Spock is, in fact, smarter than you, you must believe him. <laughs> I can't. I, this, <laughs> in the, this is another one of those poor writing moments. Uh, it was, yeah, it was bad. <laughs> so, um, but they are on, on this Earth-like planet, uh, and this guy starts getting beat up by what's basically the Gestapo. Um, and... I did write a note that says, irony, because the cops were calling the guy a pig. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, like, so we see their uniforms, and it, they have not been yet, like, we're actual Nazis. But I was like... Yeah, they didn't say, we're yeah. Nazis. After they're done kicking this guy's ass, and, like, Spock and Kirk are just kind of listening, being like, should we do something? They're like, yeah, we shouldn't do something. Like, we have a we mission. We can't. Yeah. Prime directive or whatever. We're not fucking around at work. Um, also, we're, we gotta find that dude. Like, we just gotta, like, this guy's gonna get his ass kicked. It's not our fault. Yeah, it's not, it's our, not problem. our problem. And I was like, as they, it closed scene, because it's the end of the scene, I was like, those look like Nazi those, uniforms. Oh, like, is this a, a lot. Is this a Nazi episode? <laughs> yeah. And that was our first taste of, like, what was to come. Was yeah. They were, they just looked kind of like Nazi uniforms. And I didn't even notice it at first. 
It yeah. wasn't until they were walking away and I saw the red armbands and I oh, was like... Oh, see, and I didn't even notice those. I just was like, oh, they're beating up some guy. I just called them cops for, like, my first three pages of notes. Yeah. Because I'm not very observant. Yeah. Um... I mean, cops, Nazis, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Copsies. Yeah. Copsies. <laughs> it's better than knops. <laughs> it is. It is a lot better than knops. Knop sounds like it belongs in beer. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing, nothing involving Nazis uh-uh. deserves to be in beer. Nope. Um. So, basically, they're Nazis, and, um... They start getting, like, this propaganda on the screen, and... Yeah, just a giant screen in the middle of nowhere for some reason. Yeah, and it's, like, showing clips of Nazi Germany. Yeah. And then also, like, clips from the show that That are... black and white. Black and... Yeah. And... But then they're also saying, like, what are the odds, like, of there being a similar revolution as of what happened in Germany on Earth. Yeah, with in the, the same symbolism. Yeah, like... The same verbiage, the same everything. Like, what are what are the actual odds of that happening? Yeah. And he's Not like, good! Fantastically slim. Not good. Yeah, so... um, And then the propaganda is saying that there was somebody approaching their planet, that they blew it up with a nuclear warhead, and it was dead. The Nazi propaganda says that they have shot down the ship, and he's like, oh, you look surprisingly good for somebody who was recently blown up. And Spock's like, hey, thanks. Um, Obs. Yeah, obs. But then we find out on this broadcast that John Gill is basically Hitler. He's like the Fjord. Yeah. And they're like, what? Yeah, we see this really pretty blonde girl who is like the, uh, the hero of the fatherland. Oh, yes. Um, they show her, and that's one of the, like, in the modern clips that are supposed to be. Because, like, the grainy footage that they used from Nazi Germany was actually grainy footage from... From Nazi Nazi Germany. Germany. So it was, like, really deep blacks and very grainy. But then they, like, put people in front of a camera and just made it black and and white. And made it black and white, but it's much more... Yeah. It's much more, like, 60s film. Yeah. And so we see this pretty blonde girl, and she's getting an award from... The higher-ups. Yeah, so she's a very high... She's also a high-up yeah. Nazi person, and that's what we learn from this clip. Um, and then they go to leave, and they get caught by another of, like, the cops, kind of. And he's like, hey, what are you guys doing here? Like, you are you look like Zeons, or whatever they yeah. were called. And they're like, no, no, we're not. And then they trick him, and then they hit yeah, him. Yeah, Kirk pretends like, oh, well, I'm not one of those, but look at this fucker. He obviously is. Look at his ears. Yeah. Obviously. Let's go turn this fucker in. Yeah. And then Fuck he him. hits him. Yeah. <laughs> and then they steal his outfit and Spock puts it on. Um, and he says, oh, that. And he's got a big helmet. He's like, got a helmet. The SS helmets. It's, oh, it has an SS on the side. It does. Oh, my God. It's it's full-blown Nazi. It's, it's full Replicas of the uniforms down to the detail. Like, so, this is the one time the costuming department was like, I fucking. I know got what to this. do. Yes. I can follow the best patterns. Yeah. I, we actually have, because the Nazis took a lot of notes about everything. They probably yeah. had very detailed. Like, yeah, they had actual patterns. Yeah. Like, no, no fighting. If they weren't just making it up, they were like, fuck yeah. And so the, the helmet, apparently, that Spock has put on his head covers um, a number of sins, according to Kirk. Yeah. 
And uh, then they take Kirk like a prisoner while Spock is wearing the uniform. And he's like, and some other guy walks up to him and like, what do you got here? And he's like, I've got this Zeon Look guy. Look at this piece of shit. Yeah, I'm going to like take him to the fjord or something. <laughs> this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> We're still on the first page, though. So um, they, they trick this other guy. And then they beat him up and steal his Gustavo uniform. This is our first Vulcan death grip. Yeah, it's a Vulcan death grip and it's a real Gustavo uniform. Yeah. And when Kirk puts it on, <laughs> Spock says, you make a very convincing Nazi. <laughs> yeah, which is... Not a compliment. But Kirk takes it like that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um... They bump into yet another Nazi. There's Nazis all over these streets. It's fucking Nazi Germany. Yeah. <laughs> They're just everywhere. And he's like, hey, can I see your papers? And Spock's like, uh. Yeah. They they keep calling Spock lieutenant and they keep talking to him specifically. Like he's, his uniform makes him a lieutenant of some sort. So he, he like, Spock's like, uh, my papers. And the first, like, I thought it was immigration papers for some reason. I didn't know I thought it was, like, his orders. I didn't know that. But it was. It Sarah's was? Right. Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. But when he said, where's your papers? I was oh. like, fuck immigration. Yeah. It's like, oh. ugh. He knows he's foreign because yeah. he's green. <laughs> and Kirk is like, ah, oh, yes. Um, he's going to get you his orders in his pocket. Yes. Shortly. He's a little confused. He had a tumble, head hit, the whole shebang. A concussion. Yeah. It was. He didn't use that word because that. They're not smart like that. They don't know what those are. It's like, yeah, but, you know, tough times. So Spock reaches into his pocket and pulls out this red envelope of orders. Yeah. And then the dude's like, oh, all right, you guys can, like, totally go. You should go see a doctor, though. No, he goes, wait a minute. Hey, hold on. And they turn around because they 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 pretty much are, like, Yeah, they were going into the building. Going into the building. They got past the guy, and the guy's like, you should see a doctor. And they're like, oh, yeah, totally, totally, totally. And he's like, also, take off that fucking helmet. Yeah. He was very adamant just suddenly. And take off your helmet. And then they're like, well, no, we don't need to do that. And he's like, you do. That's dumb. Why would I need to do that? You do need to take off your helmet. And so Spock does. And dun, dun, dun. Like, here's the thing. Did, like, deformities not exist on other planets? Not in Nazi Germany. Nuts. <laughs> Nuts. Yep. Nazis. Because, like, somebody has deformed ears. Oh, yeah. Somebody out there has, like, elf-like ears. It's a thing. But not with the Nazis. I guess not. I feel like that's a song. See. Or it so- could be a song. <laughs> so, we get some dramatic music, and then we we are suddenly in jail. And they're being, like, tortured and whipped. They're and- being whipped, and I <laughs> fucking hate it. And Sarah pointed out that they didn't have HDTVs back then, so it it's pro- not as bad as it, it looks. It probably didn't look as stupid as but it they did to literally us. took red lipstick and just drew lines on Kirk. And green lipstick and drew lines on, like, on yeah. Spock. It's so stupid. And, like, they're, like, we, we are a, a witness to the whipping. Like, we see it. Yeah. And, I don't know, maybe they just... Or bad actors. But mm-hmm. this was like, they kept whipping and they were just like, ah, uh, witty retort. Yeah, I'm fine. And I understand Spock because he's not human. And this is literally what Vulcans do is they are like mind over matter everything. But yeah. Kirk, 
he's not that tough. No, <laughs> like, no, no, he has never been tough. <sighs> so, but that's what's happening is they're being tortured, basically, which might, I guess, maybe is another uh, trigger warning. It, but it's so bad. <laughs> Yeah, it like I think us talking about torture is worse than yeah, definitely the scene that's speak, speaking about roots is far more upsetting. Upsetting than what I saw by far. Yeah. The memory of that is far more upsetting than what actually yeah. happened on screen. And the whole time that this is happening, they're like, Where did you come from? Why are you here? Why Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? God Nigel. Where I came from, uh, if I can talk to your fear. Joe Mama. Joe, <laughs> I just want to talk to the fear. Yeah. So, uh, and then you'll get all my information and everything will be great. And then he's like, well, you're obviously not Zion. Zion, whatever they were. Um, and he's like. No, it's not Zion. It's Zeons. It's t- I think it's Zeons. Zeons. Because it's I, not cause Zion. Because that's probably why they did it, because Zion... Is an actual word? Yeah, is an actual word that is in the Bible a lot. Like, there's a connection here that I can't make because I'm drunk. Oh, Zion? Yeah, like Mount Zion. King Zion? No. I don't know. There's lots of kings in the Bible. Yeah, it's, it's not a king. It's an area. I gotta, I gotta Google it. There's a song about Zion. A Christian rock song. God, this is the worst. Hold on, I'll get the song. Zion! That's probably how the Christian rock song goes. Yeah. The Hebrew Bible used as a synonym for Jerusalem as well as the land of Israel as a whole. That's why it's Zayon or Z- whatever it is. Oh. The song I was thinking of is called Praise to the Lords by Rich Mullins. <laughs> the Lords. Multiple. Yes. I am now. Adonai. <laughs> Adonai. <laughs> Adonai. Look how it all came together You're there. You're the cute <laughs> Okay, we are off track. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What the fuck? Okay. We got there, though. Nazis. Okay. So, Nazis. We're in Nazi... Not... Not Anyhow, Nazi Germany. So, that's, that's why that's called that, though. I bet okay. you 100%. So, they... Uh, so... Some new guy walks in that Carrie thought was hot, and I want you to know that he was still a Nazi. I uh, did call him hot Nazi. Yeah. In my notes. In your notes. Yeah. So he was, uh, is he the guy that looked like John Hamm? He's the first one that you saw that looked <laughs> like John Hamm. John Hamm looks like a Nazi to me. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. Sorry, John Hamm. <laughs> Which is funny because he doesn't actually, like, he's got dark hair. I have no idea. I don't. I don't so make the these thing connections is, that Sarah makes. The thing is, this is the first guy, and he, he was handsome. His name's, what, Eggman? Yeah, Eggman. Eggman. <laughs> I did write that down somewhere. I think his name's just, like, Eggin, but we called him Eggman. It's, it's... N-G, isn't it? Eggin. 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 Something like that. Eggman. It's Eggman. And he is... He's like, hey, you're not going to, like, just kill these guys right away. I'm telling you to hold them. We're going to, t- me and the Fear are going to talk to them, like, blah, blah, blah. The SS doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Okay, he's a, um, he's the chairman. The chairman. Eggman yeah. the chairman. Egg, Eggman the chairman. Doesn't think Spock is from Xeon. No shit, Sherlock. Duh. And, yeah, uh, quit beating him. We're going to let him, like, feel their pain for an hour. For an hour. And then, I promise you, this will work. 
But and then if they don't talk, you can kill them or whatever. I guess I that care. should have been our first sign, spoilers, guys, that maybe this guy's not like out to kill everyone. Yeah, I mean it should have been, but I I, I kind of feel like I had the vibe. But because you knew he was, you found him attractive. Yeah, you're like this guy's probably not gonna kill he's anyone. He's probably not a he's bad Nazi. Pretty hot. Yeah, he's probably not a bad Nazi. <laughs> He's probably one of the nice Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> like, the so, nice The nice No, we can't do that. That's not a thing we should no. make. So, no. um, they get put in jail, basically, for, like, yeah. an hour after this thing. And they... They're right by the dude that they saw get, get carried away earlier. He is also not ugly. No. He's very angular. He's like a... Smaller faced Mick Jagger, like nothing is as big. Because... <laughs> okay, Mick Jagger is not a shrimp. Well, no, because all of his features are very you... exaggerated. Oh. I was like, but you couldn't pick Mick an Jagger. Attractive. No, like young Mick Jagger was like he had shaggy hair, super yeah. angular. Like his mouth is really fucking big, but this guy didn't have that. He reminded me a bit of like a Martin. I can't think of what his name is. He was the sure. Not Martin Short. No. Then I don't have I love idea. Martin Short, but that's not what you reminded me of. Okay. Martin... This is so much harder on the podcast than when Sherlock? I... Sherlock? Yeah, the guy from Sherlock. What's yeah, I don't name? know his last name. I don't know shit, Sarah. But you know who I'm talking I about. I know that guy's name is Martin, and he's been in a bunch of stuff. And he he kind of looked like him, the guy from Sherlock. He also... I do not agree whatsoever. He also kind of looked like the guy from The New Guy with the giant nose. <laughs> The new guy? What is that? It's, it's a very old, like early two thousands, terrible movie with. Uh... Oh, that's why I haven't seen it. Okay, so the new guy starring DJ Quills. Who? This guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> he was also in Supernatural. He looks nothing like the man that was on the screen. Sarah's <laughs> insane. She's actually crazy. No, that guy always plays like weird hicks. Like, that's his cast type, is... He does... Well... No, like he, a country yokel. He, he was a werewolf in Supernatural. Werewolves are country yokels. Yeah, basically. All of them. Now I gotta look up Sherlock... Martin... Freeman! Like Freeman? Martin Freeman. That's the other guy I think you look like. And he also had, like, a little bit of Kyle Reese from Terminator. Whoever that is, no, he didn't. I cannot, like, none of, he did not look like any of these people. He but he's had, in, he is in jail. He had brown eyes and brown shaggy hair and darker skin and looked nothing he like these not, people. He was not, he was a white guy. He didn't oh, look, yeah, but he was like olive. He was dirty. <laughs> this, is, this is Kyle Reese from Terminator. What the fuck? <laughs> Dirty it's, like this, like okay. this guy. You know what? Fine. I'm not Sarah. You just people put that together in your brain because this is all wrong. This is none of this makes any sense to me. So I'm very bad at identifying people. No, I think you're actually probably good at it. You just you, you pick like a feature, and you're like, it looks like that guy. That one feature looks a lot like this person. But that's not how faces work <laughs> at all. <laughs> 
It is when that's You'd all- be like, oh, he's got the same nose as Martin Freeman. <laughs> I want to say Morgan Freeman. No, but those that's are not a very the, different guy. They're not the same people. That we, he does not look like did Morgan not Freeman. Look, that one I know. We agree. He did not look like Morgan Freeman. Nothing like Morgan Freeman. No. Okay. <clears throat> Shit. Okay. 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 Here we go. So, um... <laughs> But this guy is in the jail cell next to him, and he's, like, talking to them about how peaceful his people are, and no one really explains why he's actually there, but he's there for some reason. Well, he's there because he's a Zeon, Zeon, and they found him on the street. But why was he on the planet? No one knows. He's part of a resistance, we find out. Yeah, that's fair. But, like, we didn't know why he was there at this moment, and then they're, like... He's a plot point. He's a plot point. He needed <laughs> them to see them beating up some... He had to lead them to the resistance. So, um, he's like, my Pete, I'm worried that if this war gets to my planet, if they if they yeah. progress that far and it gets to my planet, that my people won't fight. Yeah, we're fucking peaceful. We're very peaceful. We're just going to lay down and die, which also I would do in war. So 100% here's my belly. <laughs> yes. Submission! <laughs> I'm basically like my little puppy dog, Mrs. Yeah. McMurray. Just yeah. kill me. And there is a 50% chance I will pee on myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's very scary. Yeah, who knows? It's not, a, it's not our fault. It's terrifying. Yeah. So, um, he, then Kirk's like, hey, do you know the building plan? Like, because maybe I can, like, use you in my, in my yeah, plot. Yeah, so, hey, dude, that is not from this planet and, and that we brought here know- against your will. Uh, Do you know how to get around this building? Can you show me how to get around the building? Turns out he does. Shocking. <laughs> I don't know why. Again, he's Captain Plot Point. Yeah, so, um, and he's like, well, why would you, like, save my, my people? Like, why would you even do this? And they're like, well, because we're good. Yeah, and Nazis are fucking terrible. Because Nazis are bad and we're good. Yeah. So just let us help you. Um, and then he's like, well, there's one flaw in your plan, Captain. This is Spock talking. He's like, there's a, a locked door and a bunch of guards between us. And they also have handcuffs on. They're, they're in shackles. They're shackled. I forgot about the shackles. Yeah, they're shackled. With their hands in How front of them. How did they even get that? The... They don't, I don't believe that they ever make a point of Maybe that. Maybe it's when they, okay. So here's the, here's their brilliant plan. Which is like a five minute scene of Carrie and I being like. What? Uh. It's just. What? what? Who, uh, mm. wait, but, uh, okay. So here's what they do. <laughs> Instead of trying to explain it to you, let's just talk you through it. Yeah. So they talk about the plan and they're like, oh yeah, we do, if we use a transponder and we blah, 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 blah. And so Kirk and blah, blah, blah. cuts, he, first he takes the mattress off the jail bed and then pulls an aluminum strip off of the bed because that's how beds are made everywhere, is with giant aluminum strips. They're so easy to rip off of. When you're shackled. Yeah. Like, he didn't even have leverage. He just ripped it off. So he rips off this thing, and then he's, they're, like, still discussing the plan, and he cuts his arm to get the transponder, because it turns out, in some way, some, somehow, Spock magic, they can... Just use this to get the door open somehow. But the thing is, the other... Okay, so they are cutting these things out of their arms. Neither of them looks uncomfortable in any way when it's happening. Maybe they're vaccinated. <laughs> Tetanus. And they're like, this is fine. I don't know. That was a 
wasn't worried about tetanus. I just thought it would hurt to dig something out of your arm. No. But, I mean, they both definitely have tetanus now. I'm sure they are vaccinated because it's the future. And they're, they're super whipped. Like, and I'm not saying that, like, in a relationship way. Like, <laughs> like their backs are... Yeah, they're not McCoy. Up. Yeah. McCoy's the whipped one. They... And this was a thing that I pointed out, too, for being, like... Like, Kirk has whip marks lipstick all like from the bottom of his back all the way to the top he and then other like beat up he would be in shock like, yeah there is no way they, they're making quips and logical plans and no way what's about to happen happens zero percent chance yeah so pull off the thing get out the transponders just do 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 pop it out pop it pop out, out of, your arm. of my arm and then this the aluminum Thing that they use to cut their arms open, they then, Spock's like, yeah, it has to be approximately 27.2 millimeters in order for this to work. And we don't know what their plan is, but they're like, that... It was 27.2. I know. Wow. Yeah. I wrote centimeters, but you might be right. It might have been millimeters. Because it... No, it was very close together. Centimeters would, would be, be more much like bigger. This. Yeah. It no, was, you're right. It was se- it was millimeters. I'm it just was small. telling you I wrote it wrong. Okay. <laughs> But they also had pointed out the um, the light power, the power from the light would be... The, yeah, they need the power from the light for something with the transponders. Because it's a certain kind of crystal and it's going to react. And it's going to do a thing. No information as to what this thing is. So Spock's like, this is just an estimate, though. And so then he's like, I'm, I'm too short to reach this light. As he's like holding... Like tongs. This aluminum like, is like yeah. tongs now. And now, and they're, and they're about 27 millimeters apart. Approximately. And uh, then he's like, he's like, oh, I, I can't reach the light. I need like a stool or something. I need a boost. I need a boost. And Kirk says, I, you know, I'd be honored, honored to be. Your... To boost you. Yeah. But like, then Spock climbs onto his fucking ripped up. Whipped with back. his knees, he's like on his knees with on his Kirk's full weight. ripped up back, and Kirk's just like, "Oh, oh could you hurry it, it up? It kind of hurts a little bit. Uh, could, uh, you, could you get this going or whatever?" Dumb shit. And he's like, "I don't know how my aim's gonna be." And Kirk's like, "Um, I don't care if you could hit the broadside of a barn. Just fucking get off my yeah. back, piece of shit." And Spock's like, "Why would I want to hit the broadside of a barn?" I fail to understand yeah. why this particular achievement was blah blah blah. Why blah, blah. I'd want to hit that structure? And Fuck off! Do your job. Just do this thing. And so he does, and it creates a laser that burns the lock on the door, and it opens. A very Pointed, concise laser that, that he absolutely perfectly aimed yep. at the do- Oh my god. To gosh. burn through metal. Hmm. This is a really good episode. Oh my gosh, guys. Everything about it. It's so good, I spilled my beer. That's true. So, uh, Kirk creates a commotion to get one of the guards in there, and then they beat up the guard. And he's, he's like, I'll talk, I'll talk. I'll talk, I'll, I'll yeah. talk. Guys, I'll talk. And that's when the guard comes in. Vulcan death grip. And number two. Number two. We I just drank the whole time. Yeah. I didn't even. Oh, yeah. we There's no yeah. drinking rules anymore. We, we like, forego those a long time ago. Yeah. It, it's too much. <laughs> now we just try to drink to not remember what happened in yeah. the episode. And that works. Sometimes. Except that then we have the podcast. And then it reminds me. Then I remember. Not the next day, though. It's all gone. It's all gone. Only joy remains. (laughs) So uh, we are now with Spock in a uniform. 
Well, yeah. Oh, and the no, dudes, Spock's the guys... not in a uniform. Spock has been shirtless this whole time. We yeah. didn't even mention. Oh, yeah. What have we been doing? I don't know. <laughs> this is, it was the thumbnail of the episode was shirtless Kirk bleh, yeah. and shirtless Spock. Huh. Which yeah, yeah, it's definitely a bit hairy for my particular. Yeah, taste. I'm not. I'm not huge into a super hairy. We chest, decided but... he had like a chest hair, like a river from his belly button up, and then that it was a delta. A delta. It was very Austin Powers esque yeah. in the shape of a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it also was his real hair. It's his real chest so. hair. And he's also, so. he's a very thin, pale man, so he can't go wrong there. No, that part was good. Um, and he is still shirtless, and Kirk puts on the uniform of, and I guess this is the point where they have taken the shackles. Yeah, at we least don't. off of Kirk. We don't see that at all. We, we have no idea what happened to the shackles. But the other dude is in the cell, and he's like, guys, get me out of here. And they're like, why would we what? do that? I think we will take you. And he's like, yeah, but I can, I can get you to the lab. Like, if you want to get to the lab, I can get you to the lab. And they just trust them. They just believe them. And they're like, well, we do want to get to we the lab. We do. I do indeed want to get there. Well, they know that the other planet is peaceful. Yeah. And they know that he is from that other planet. Yeah. So I guess maybe... We're they just, can trust him. I, just trust him. Just trust him. Everything's well, fine. good call, because he gets it into the lab. ends up being fine. Yeah. Um, And so they are... <laughs> Nazis again, and they get to the lab, and they trick a guard, um, and then they find the disabled comms, but it's gonna take Spock, like, a while to put them, maybe he can get one of them working. Yeah, and their phasers are just fucked off. Yeah, there's nothing to save there. Um, and then, uh... I feel like they all have Nazi uniforms now. Because the, the one yet. dude definitely does. Well, no, because that's what happens next. Because so they're in, they get interrupted in the, when they're in the lab by more guys. And that's when, that's when the Zayon guy pops out and, like, attacks the guards. So the guards decide, I guess, to come look around again. Okay. Um, yeah. And they enter the room and then the Zayon guy smacks him. And then they take their uniforms, and they're all now basically uh, Nazis. But they're, they're all Nazis again. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, why are you even here? Like, what? Like, why is this going on?" And they're like, "Well, we came here for John Gill. We need to get him." And uh, they are walking down the streets in their Nazi uniforms. And I think they're actually carrying the Zayon guy out on, like, a a gurney. Oh, yeah. He's on a stretcher. They're yeah. like, oh, there's so many... So many of these... So many of these fuckers. We gotta throw them out. Throw them in the gutters. And then they go down into the sewer drain. Oh, my God. I fucking... This episode. They go down into a sewer, a sewer drain. Like a manhole. It's like, a man- they open up a manhole and they go into the sewers. Mm-hmm. The only people that belong in sewers are from... Fucking Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the, downtown Daddy. Yeah, downtown downstairs, Daddy. Downstairs, Daddy. <laughs> downtown, <laughs> We're downtown Daddy. Downtown no. Daddy. So we go down in the sewer, and then they like come out a door, and there's a couple. There's a dude standing by the door. Or it's not even a door. It's like a sewer pipe gate, essentially. Yeah. So they crawl out of it. There's a person there. We learn here in the scene that the. Zeon's name is Isaac. Oh. And Abram is the... I definitely wrote that down. <laughs> His name is Isaac. 
And so he like comes out first and he's like kind of dusted himself off. And then we, there's like this tall blonde dude in the back and he's like, brother, and you made they, it. They hugged and I was like, do you think they're gay? And she's like, I think it's his brother. Yeah. <laughs> like he just said that. He just said I missed, brother. I missed the brother part. Yeah. I was like, they're just so like happy. So they're, <laughs> they're brothers. They do love each other. I know. they. And I just missed, I missed the brother part. <laughs> Uh, so the, the dude's like, who are these people? What are they doing here? And he's being like really shitty about everything. And the dude's like, no, 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 bro. These are cool dudes. Like they helped me escape. Like this is awesome. They're our friends. Um, but we got to do some shit for him cause they're pretty cool. And the guy's like, um, your fiance, fiance just died. Fiance. Fiance <laughs> just died. I was thinking the- die. Yeah, I liked it. And what came out of my mouth? Fiance. <laughs> Uh, the, your, what was it, Aletta? Aletta, Aletta, yeah. Aletta was Is shot. dead. She was shot in the streets. And she bled out for five hours. And no one helped her, and they, they spit, spit on, on her. Carrie was like, I don't think you need to tell him that. No. <laughs> like. There is no reason. He like, needs you to know. You can just be like, Aletta didn't they make killed, it. They killed her. Yeah. Fine. If, you're, if your whole point is to make him mad at Nazis. Yeah. Which he already was. The Nazis got her. Done. Yeah. You didn't need to tell him how much she suffered. She laid there for five hours in agony while no one helped her. And they stepped on her and they spit on her like that is unnecessary. And now you want me to trust these strangers is like his point. Yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. And he's like, um, I promise they're cool. And Spock's like, I want to reassemble these comms. I need like a quiet place to do it. Do you have anything like that? And he's like, yeah, come with me this way. So they basically walk are like... Walk this way! Walk this way! Walk this way! <laughs> they do it. Yeah. And uh, they're putting back together the comms. And uh, he's like... So basically, Spock's explaining kind of the limitations that they're going to have. Um, it's not going to be as strong... It might be harder for them to get. Uh, might not even work. Might not we even don't work. Know. And and they're not even going to be in range for another hour. Yeah. So um, because Captain Genius Kirk was like, "Hey, farthest orbit away." Yeah. Just, just as far away as you can, just orbit. And so they have a lot of time before they're going to be able to talk to them. And then the Nazi girl enters the room. Yeah. And she's all like, everybody put your hands up. I'm a Nazi. I'm here to take you in. Yeah, and I've got a bunch of dudes with me. My Nazi friends. Yeah, me and my Nazi bros. Yeah. Um, Fucking up your party. And so she's like, I will. I'm taking you guys in. And then the bro. Abram. Abram. Is like, hey, this is my responsibility. Like, I'm whatever. And Kirk's like, hey, you can't do this. And she's she just turns around and she shoots Abram. Yeah, she's like, you know what we do to responsible Zeons? Yeah. Zeons. And she shoots shot that him. fucker. Yep. And, and then he falls down dead. And then Kirk and Spock get her in a head grip. They, like, yeah. attack her. And they incapacitate everyone. They get a gun. And they get a gun to her head. And then, JK! Yeah, la, 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 JK! la, la. <laughs> Abram's fine. Yeah, this they were fake Nazis. It was a test, and she's a she's deep undercover. Yeah. She actually turned in her own dad. Well, her dad was also a sympathizer. Yeah. He, he was he was also deep undercover. He was also and he was pretty high up in the party. 
And so they made an arrangement. I think somebody had started getting kind of close and realizing something was going on with them. Yeah. And so he was like, dude, you got to turn me in. You got to like, turn me in and then I'll be the one who gets punished. Yeah, and you'll I'll get, get in trouble. You'll be praised. You'll get even further up in the chain. So just turn me in. And I think they killed him. Yeah. Which and, is super shitty. And she's real sad about it. But JK, this is all fake. Everything's fine. She's actually a good guy. Abram's not dead. Abram's not dead. No, he is alive. Abram's, <laughs> Abram's not, not dead. dead. No, no, he is alive. alive. <laughs> uh, so they pass this test. Um, and they're like, but she's like really high up. She's a Nazi. And she's like, I just fucking explained this all to you. Yeah, I said this already. Yeah. And so um, they... they they start to explain. Kirk decides to just spill the beans. I'm Kirk. This is Spock. We're from the Enterprise. Yeah, the, the starship. It's a starship. Uh, your Fuhrer is one of our people. Yeah. And she's like, the Fuhrer is an alien? <laughs> Which is like my favorite line that I've ever heard on television ever. The Fuhrer is an, an alien? My favorite part about it is that like... She talks now about how she grew up admiring him. Um, and, like, I I swear it's only been a couple of years. Yeah, and this they is like said a, it was two years a, that he was there. A 20-some-year-old woman. Yeah. Like, okay, the, the time frame just makes no sense to Maybe me. Maybe they only consider you an adult when you hit, like, 25, and so she has grown up as an adult. That's <laughs> yes, way too much credit. I want... <laughs> I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. It does, it's the, the, the timing in this episode is, it's timey-wimey. It's, it's a lot of timey-wimey stuff going yeah. on here. Um, so they start making a plan with her. Um, and for some reason, at one point while they're making this plan, Kirk decides to put a hand on each shoulder and shake her to try and make her understand how important it is. Yeah, because it's really fucking important. <sighs> it's so stupid. Yeah, uh, so, but they're going to sneak into a big event, which is essentially... A broadcast. John Gill declaring war mm-hmm. on the Zeons. He because now the the Echos, Ecos, whatever they are, they have the technology that the other dudes had, but now they can use it for evil. And yeah, so, and they're going to go fight the Zeons. They're gonna to go to the planet, they're launching spaceships, they're gonna you know, fuck them up. That's the whole plan. And so that's the event. Is war is being declared officially? Yes, and so uh, the nice Zeon guy, who looks like a million people, and I I don't know how to explain what he looks like. Isaac. Isaac is going to go with them. Uh, so they pose as a Nazi this is TV the dumbest crew. <laughs> fucking thing I've ever seen on a Nazi they TV like- crew. <laughs> Do you realize it's just a cast? So they basically they're standing. There's all of the dudes because they were like, "How the fuck are we gonna get a Zayon in there?" Because like they know that you're dirty or whatever. So like we yeah. can't just it, ladies like no no no. You guys don't get it. This is only for the top officials. Like that's it. You yeah. can't just sneak into this event. They'll know you're not supposed to be there. Yeah. And so their master genius plan is to walk right in. Yeah. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It's like Ocean's Eleven. It's terrible. <laughs> So there, we go back to the building with the steps, and there's two guards outside. They're like keeping people out, and it's all four of the guys dressed as like they're they're in 
different Nazi uniforms. I'm actually a little disturbed by how many Nazis uniforms. There were there so were... many. They were like, well, we know there's a difference between the Gustapo yeah. and this level and this, and this level rank. Yeah. and this one. And, and, and this is like the basic bitch Nazi uniform. Yeah. It's mostly black. And then, uh, but this one's a little higher up. He gets a hat with a yeah. red armband. Yeah. And like, it was weird. This one has an SS on the side, but these yeah. ones didn't. Mm-mm. So they're outside mm. of the building, and the the girl pulls oh, up. She got an iron cross. That was her, like, award for being a traitor to her father. I just remembered that, and I felt like it was important to point out that they really just, they were going all yeah. out on their references. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, who knows Nazis? White men. Yeah, the writers of Star Trek. Uh, to be fair. 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 Um, currently, older white men still fucking love World War II and Nazis. Like, the documentaries on the History Channel are only about World War II. It's insane. <sighs> okay. So, oh, moving on. We are a Nazi TV crew. Yeah, the Nazi TV crew. So and they're they're standing outside of the building with these giant flashbulb lights, but they're not even they're not even like flashbulb lights. They're just giant lights. lights. And he's like, lights, they're lights. Like, it perks the cameraman. Yeah, they look like lawn lights, like when you're spotting on a lawn. And so <laughs> the girl pulls up and she gets out of the car and they start being lights, 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 and yeah. Kirk as Sarah said, is the cameraman, but he is so laughably awful at running this tiny little Nazi camera. It even has a Nazi symbol on the yeah, side. It's like, it's like an old school camera. Yeah, it's like a camcorder. Like with like a fucking swastika sticker on yeah, the side. Just, just slapped on a Nazi sticker and we're like, yeah, it's a Nazi camera it's now. It's a Nazi camera. This but is a he, Nazi camera crew. He keeps getting up like within six inches of her face. Like that's where the camera lives yeah. the whole time. He's, well, he wanted to be right up in that. Yeah. It? Just right, she was, she was pretty. I mean, she, she was? was generic blonde pretty, but it's still pretty. And yeah. so they like somehow, even though there's these guards outside the door, she walks in the building and the Nazi film crew Follows behind her. It's like they're making a documentary, but yeah, and they and they get in. They had no eyebrows raised or anything. Yeah, and then and then Spock's like, I think I'm starting to understand why you humans love gambling so much. Because even when the odds are against you, it's kind of exhilarating. Yeah. when it works out, and then Kirk says, maybe we'll make a human of you yet. And then he's like, I hope not, and yeah, we can obviously. move on from that joke. <laughs> <laughs> We've used that joke so many times, maybe we never have to use it again. I doubt it! <laughs> I bet it's in another one! It's gonna keep happening. Um, so they uh, they go into this room. Well, they're actually standing outside of this room where there's going to be the broadcast. Um, and they're talking about where the entrance is. But the whole time, he's, like, up in her face while like, talking to her. six inches. Yeah, he's like, and where's the room? And what are we doing here? Yeah, and he's it's like, supposed to look like he's interviewing her, but again, the camera is six inches from her face. He's, it just looks stupid. It is dumb. Um, and she's like, well, it's that entrance down there. And it's, <laughs> Carrie pointed out, it's literally the exact same set where the laboratory was, uh-huh. but with, like, curtains on the door, so it looks slightly yeah, different. Well, they, they just took the signs off. <laughs> they didn't even put curtains up. Oh, they yeah. just took the signs off the doors, because one said... Well, there was a curtain somewhere. Maybe it was on the inside no, of the room. The curtain is on the inside of the okay, room, because okay, that's okay. where there's, like, the broadcast on the screen, and mm-hmm. the curtain is where that dude is. Okay, yes. I knew there was a curtain. A curtain was involved. Um, so, 
they there is like the same set we were just in, but this new door with these two guards in front of it is where the Fjord is going to be making his announcement. And so uh, they trick them. They like walk over and start this, talking this to them. This is actually really fucking stupid now that I think about it because <laughs> this door is the door that goes into the event hall where everybody's uh-huh. lounging. There's a curtain where we know that the dude is behind the curtain. Yes. But you go way down this super long hallway to two doors on the end and then somehow a door that should be about here-ish is one of those two way far off doors. I think what makes it worse is that it's a hallway. Yeah. With a couple of doors at the end. Yeah. And two guards in front of one of the doors. Yeah. <laughs> and Kirk says, where's the entrance? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and he knows where the curtain is with the screen that's going to be showing the broadcast. <laughs> like. They missed some. Oh, no, it's probably old hair. We got lots of hair in this. Don't eat, don't eat that. Don't eat that. She's going to eat it. No. It's the boss of her, Sarah. Stop feeding my dog her own fur. It's hers. <laughs> She's stupid. <laughs> She'll eat it. Um, she will. She will. I don't have a very smart dog, guys. Um, so <laughs> they know where the entrance is. They trick these two guys into talking to them while Spock like peeks inside the room. And then they walk away. Which has an open window. Just an open window into the room where this guy is, like, obviously it's not It's an eye-level okay. rectangle for whatever reason. Well, the reason is so Spock can peek in and know what's going on. Yeah. And he, they go away and he's like, well, he wasn't moving, but I don't know why. I don't know yeah. if he's, like, in a coma. Like, he didn't move a fucking muscle. Yeah. I don't know if he's being drugged. Yeah. We need McCoy, basically. So they uh, decide that they need to call McCoy down. Yeah. Kirk's like, I need a room. That communicator, get it going. Let's go. I, I need a room. Anywhere. I don't really care where. Just give me a room. They go hide in a room that's oh, like. Thank you, Marie. In a different direction. She's going to lick your toes. She's licking my toes. She loves you. No, I don't want that, though. Well, you fed her her own hair, so she loves you now. <laughs> your dog is dumb. <laughs> She's really <laughs> stupid, guys. She's super cute. Very cute. She's very stupid. I'll give her that, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't touch my toes. She's real dumb. So, um... So they're like, oh, yeah, the cloak room? They, yeah, they go into... A, it's basically like a coat room. Yeah, it's a coat closet. It's a coat they, closet. It's the cloak room. Yeah. And they go in there, and they start, uh, they make the call up, and, and Spock's like, I just don't know if it's gonna work, but Ahura does answer. And kind of without ceremony, yeah. Kirk's like, hey, thanks for answering. Can you get McCoy and tell him he needs to dress like a Nazi doctor and come down here? Yeah. Well, like, ASAP. And her is like, your connection's really shitty, so can you, like, fix that? And Spock's like... No. No. This is... <laughs> act, but I'm surprised it's working. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad we reached you. Yeah. Send McCoy down here. Yeah. As a Gestapo doctor. Yeah, I need him to look like a Nazi. And uh, so then we find out that the reason that it's taking a minute for McCoy to get down is because he's having some wardrobe issues. Yeah, the computer doesn't have, like, a really Do you think, good... was this scene added? Because it's, it's literally, like, two seconds 
for something that's not very funny, do you think it was, like, they needed to take up just, like, 30 more seconds for the episode? Maybe. Or do you think they were they thought it would be funnier than I, it was? I think that they thought it would be funny, honestly. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's not. So... They finally, so basically Kirk says, beam him down naked. I don't fucking care what's yeah, going get on. get his ass down here. I don't care what's going on. Yeah, but he's having some wardrobe issues. So they beam him down and his, I guess the computer made his boots too small? Yeah. And then Spock explains to him how to more effectively put his boot on. And then... That's the end of that. Like, the, and now and now McCoy's there. Like, yeah, it's what? so annoying. I don't know why. I don't know why that had to exist. But, um, so he is there, and then, um, Eggman walks into the room. Yeah. And he's like, what are you guys doing? Like, what's going on here? And they, like, oh, play it so off. The, the the girl had been like, um, hey, guys, like, you gotta hurry your asses up because they detected broadcasts Oh, yeah, the, the girl building. did say that. And so they're narrowing it down, and they're probably gonna figure it the fuck out. Yeah. So, uh, Eggman does walk into the room and yeah. catches them, and they play it off like, oh, sorry, the doctor's here, things were a little confusing, we were having some issues, like, yeah. and he's like, okay, well, be careful, because we know that an illegal brought, like, an illegal signal was sent somewhere. Yeah. And then he leaves, and Spock points out, like, why didn't he... Yeah, he should have busted us. We, sh- we should have been busted. One, he's arrested us once before. Yeah. And two... Like, this, we're being very shady. Yeah, it's obviously us. Yeah, and... Obviously. Kirk says, well, maybe it's just luck. Yeah, like, I bet you. I bet it's just luck. It Probably he's not on our side. Um, yeah, I bet. So then the broadcast starts going, and this fucking guy that they have in front of the camera is, like, he's perfectly poised in front of a microphone. Yeah. So you can't see his mouth. Or, like, you should be able to see his cheeks. You should. And they imply that his face is moving in some way. Yeah, but he is not. He's... There's a voice. Weekend at Bernie's. 100% Weekend at Bernie's. There's a voice that's, like, actually talking and giving, like, some sort of what I guess is supposed to be, like, a charismatic speech, but it's not really... We are... Actually, so what Spock does, he points out later, he's like, this doesn't even make sense. These are just random sentences that were, like, put together. Like, they had read parts of a bunch of different, like, rallying speeches and Uh just thrown them into a pile and pulled them out and were like, the end is going to be our victory. But, like... But but he didn't read it like that. And he's also not... His mouth isn't moving. No. And Sarah and I discussed this because, like, one of the really big appeals of Hitler was the cocaine. It was how charismatic he was. He was very active in his movements and his, like... Cocaine. It was... <laughs> also, I learned from Drunk History that JFK did meth. Yeah. So, lots of drugs involved in our... Yeah. Like, if we're gonna have a war on drugs, maybe we should start with the white guys yeah, in charge. Start, start with the white guys in charge. <laughs> That's... That's all I was saying. Yeah. Which is fair. <laughs> Um, but this guy is definitely not on coke. He is not even on consciousness. No, he is very, his eyes are technically open. Um, and so he's like, watch his mouth. There's like no pattern to this. And I was like, his mouth isn't even fucking moving, Spock. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, McCoy says that he definitely looks drugged, but he needs a closer look to figure out what's actually going on here. So they decide to go out and fool the guards all over again. 
with a whole new thing. And they get into the room by beating the guards up after they fooled them. Yeah. Which they didn't do the first time for whatever reason. Well, they needed to peek in and then decide that they needed McCoy. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. And then (laughs) they had to get more information. Okay, fine. So, they go in. (laughs) It's not good. It's not a good reason. Um, And... So the other guy has, like, kind of taken over the speech at this point. And this is his second in command, which they've talked about a couple of times. But I don't know Mel- that we've really met him. Mel... Melanoc? Melicon. Melicon. So Melicon also looks like John Hamm. No, he doesn't! <laughs> but no, he, he doesn't. He is the second guy that... I also want to point out that he looks fucking nothing <laughs> like Eggman. <laughs> nothing. They do not in any way, shape, or form look similar. They both kind of look like John Hamm in different no, ways. No, they don't. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Sarah, you I, have this, but just... I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying what happened. Yeah, He's the fair. second guy I thought looked like John yeah, Hamm. She actually was like, is that the same guy? And it was okay. like, no, it fucking isn't. Here's the thing, guys. This is how I identify people, because I'm not very good with faces. So, what I do is, I associate them with someone else that I do know their face. And it's only John A. <laughs> no, sometimes it's Martin Freeman. <laughs> so, like, and that's how I tell them apart from the other people in whatever I'm watching. In this particular instance, just two guys, my brain associated with John Hamm, and this is where we are. <laughs> Unjustifiably, <laughs> just for the record. I'm very bad at faces. Like, yeah. it's not my fault. I don't know. I'm bad at them too, but I also don't even, like, they all, I, I think I'm bad at faces because they all look so extremely distinct to me. I cannot make associations. Like, nobody looks like anybody to me. Oh, see, and I feel like everybody looks like somebody. Like, I'm very that. much like everybody looks like somebody else to me. Um, but I also, I'm very good with voices. I'm good with voices too, but do yeah. you know how long it took me to figure out that Elizabeth Olsen was actually related to the Olsen twins? Oh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I never looked at Elizabeth Olsen and was like, she she looks like Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Like, well, that never happened. She, But she so does. Like, if you look at the older Olsen's twins. I mean, you're not raw. <laughs> but it took me a very long time to be like, yeah. oh. Obviously related. Obviously. Duh. Quite clearly. Uh, for a really long time, I didn't know Luke Wilson was related to Owen Wilson, but I always thought they sounded alike. They don't look anything alike to they me. They sound a lot alike. Yeah. So that was what... Like, That's fair. Okay, moving on. Yep. <laughs> so, uh... Gil is drugged. They break into the room. Yes, they do get into the room with this new trick that they've done, and they find out that he's drugged. Um, and this other guy, the other John Ham, has taken over, like, and he is, like, giving the rally cry, we're going to war, we're gonna fucking Fuck do this. Fuck yeah, war! In, like, an hour. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, and... And McCoy's like, I don't know what he's drugged with. We're in yeah. another room now. So this the rallying cry stuff's happening in the next room over. That There's a curtain between them. Yes. And so they don't know what's going on back here and all of... Okay. So they're separate. McCoy is in that back room with the Fjord who's super drugged up and he doesn't know what it is. So he's like, it's super risky to do anything if yeah, I don't like, know if what I the anything, is. I can just kill him right now. I don't know. And fucking Kirk... 
heartless characters just like risk it. Yeah. We need you to. You gotta risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, we gotta save these people. So he does. He stabs them with some sort of antidote. Oh, he gives them like an adrenaline, basically. Yeah. Like, just a general adrenaline dose to be like, all right, well, we'll just pump you up. And it doesn't work. And Kirk's like, well, then give him more. Yeah. Double it up, bro. <laughs> and and basically, McCoy says, like, I can't, like, I can't do that. Like, it's, I. Yeah, it's unethical for me to, like, give this yeah. dude any more drugs when I don't know what he's on. Because he yeah. could be, like, on a super downer that's super down. Or he could be, like, on such an upper that he's unconscious. Like, we just don't know. I can't just give him drugs. Yeah. That's not how the body works. Well, and he's, like, kind of starting to wake up, but not really. And then Bones literally says, this is as much... I've done as much as I dare to do. Yeah. Like, I I can't do more. So, Spock decides to do a mind probe. Yeah. I think Kirk even tells him to. Like, Spock do a mind probe with him and try and, like, wake him up. Can you mind meld with this bitch? And, like, Fine. get him to do something. Yeah. So, then they have one chance left. And, I like, I think the thing is, is, like, we need to go out and we need to stop this guy or kill him or yeah. something. Um, we gotta kill some Nazis. Yeah. And some the, Nazis. It's the only way to save... It, I think that, for some reason, they're implying they have to save one or the other. But by saving Echos, Echos, whatever it's called... They're going to save Zeon, right? Yeah. yeah. So why wouldn't you just go with that one first? Just, who cares? It doesn't make any, a whole lot of sense. So Spock has made it so that the Fiora guy, uh, Gil, Mr. John Gill, can like reply to questions, but he can't he initiate speak. conversation he on his own. He can only reply in words, in logical words. He cannot, however, start a conversation. Yeah. It's, he, this is very dumb. It's, it's, I don't think this is how brains work, but what do I know? I'm not, I'm not a Vulcan. I'm no doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. I'm a podcaster, not a doctor. So what we learn essentially is that. Melicon. Melicon is a bad motherfucker. He's the real power here. He's the bad guy. And this guy, this historian who knew all about cause and effect and everything else, had decided that the Nazis were the most, like, well-founded, and this is where we get a little bit into the Nazi sympathy. He's like, yeah, the Nazis were actually really good at what they were doing. Like, they were bad people, but they were really good at it. Well, he says they they were very efficient. They took, like, a, a broken economy, and they made it successful. Yeah. And that's what I walked into was two cultures that were totally different and broken. And I was trying to bring them together. And I figured Nazism was the way to go. Because why wouldn't it be? Yeah, obviously. Um, uh, yeah. Like, at first things were cool. Don't get me yeah, wrong. I didn't, it was working. I didn't tell them the genocide part. Yeah, we just left. We skimmed all over that. Yeah, just like in American schools. But no. <laughs> We do vaguely talk about it. <laughs> Slightly talk about it. But then this motherfucker Melicon comes along. And he was like, I fucking love Nazis. I fucking love Nazis. And also, I'm the captain now. Yes. And so he had taken over, basically, and turned uh, turned John Gill into the man behind the curtain. A figurehead. Yeah. yeah. Just a puppet. Yeah. He's the Wizard of Oz. And so... Uh, 
<laughs> I wrote, it worked at first, and then a white guy wanted power. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what yes. happened. And so uh, then Gil basically passes out, and Kirk's very dramatic about it all. He's not dead, but the drugs are too strong, and and basically he Bones could is like... die. We don't know. Yeah. Bones is like, I do not dare give him another shot. <laughs> yeah. He already said that before. But he's saying it again. Kirk gave him another one. Well, Kirk hasn't given him the other one yet. So they leave oh, Kirk in the yeah. room alone with him. And then... So the oh, guards yeah. have entered the room now. Because, like, I guess maybe they yeah. figured out something was going on with the fear. So they've gone into the room. Eggman comes in. It was Eggman. Yep. That's what happened. And uh, they are able to, like... Put, they put up this really... I just thought of... But I should have called him in my notes. But hot scene. Hot scene? No! No! I did! No! He's Eggman. He's not Hotsie. We don't have Hotsies. <laughs> Maybe you don't have Hotsies. I don't have the Hotsies for any of these Nazis. I do Nazis have the Hotsies. <laughs> performance of like hey this really important woman hero person has caught these bad she guys she did it again once again she's a hero spock take off your helmet yeah and they frame spock and they're like look he's obviously a bad guy because he's got these ears yeah and this hot blonde chick caught him so take him to melicon and i think here is where we kind of realize that okay well eggman's definitely in he's on this definitely because he was like Okay, we'll take him to Melicon. Like, didn't question yeah. the situation at all, and it's very fishy in this room. Because, yeah, <laughs> like, like all these stunned people get caught by the guards, the guards, and they're like, the gods. Yeah, yeah, the gods caught him. <laughs> A hot blonde chick found this dude, and so we're all gonna turn him in. And then the guy's like, what, really? Eggman's like, oh, okay. Yes, definitely, really. Yeah. And then the seance, like, yeah, yeah, you should take him to, to Melicon. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I should okay. probably take him to Zelica, Melicon. Take him to Melicon. Yeah, And yeah. then they're like, they leave. And they're like, do you guys think he's one of us? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he's either one of us or he's really stupid. <laughs> and Isaac was like, he's fucking one of us. Like, like guys. I think he knew the whole time, he just didn't. He, but, hasn't, he hasn't caught us. So now we're going to go into this scene that kind of goes between where Kirk has been left alone with uh, Gil and where they are giving Spock over to Melicon. It's going to yeah. go back and forth between these. And this is really how it goes. There's not a lot we need to focus no. on here. Mm-hmm. Spock is given to Melicon. Then we go to Kirk with uh, John Gill, and he gives him another of the shots to wake him up. And he's like, you gotta speak. This is our last chance. Yep. And then we go back over to the room where they're giving Spock to Melicon, and Melicon's talking about how... He, well, he's apparently the racial minister. Yeah, he's very racial good. Racial purity minister. He's very good at knowing uh, how, how smart and good people are based on what yeah, they look Spock like. Spock has um, sinister eyes and malformed ears... 
he's clearly an inferior race. Yeah, he's inferior. And then we go back to Kirk. Who smacks Kirk this slap. old drug man. <laughs> yeah. And yells at him. Yeah, and he's like, wake up. And then we go back to Spock where he's being called stupid because of Low his brow forehead. line. Yeah, his brow line. Stupidity. It indicates stupidity. Indicates stupidity. Um, and so he's like, go ahead and like take him and torture him and do what you want, but I want his body for the museum to put on display. Um, and then suddenly a broadcast starts. Dun, 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 dun. And he's like, whoa, go get the Fuhrer. He's obviously ill. Something bad's going on. But the Fuhrer is sitting at his thing and he's kind of talking. And the microphone has moved so you can actually see his... You can see him talking. His mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know how stupid these people are. They're Nazis. Yeah. So, uh, he starts talking about how they've been betrayed. And that, um, the... So, the guard's trying to get in. But he can't because the door is locked. Yeah, and the one guard is like, eh, 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 against the door. Important to note that Kirk is, like, kind of pressed up against the wall by the door. Yeah, so you can't see him. Yeah, but uh, he is watching this all happen. I can't get in. Yeah, I want to get in and I can't. Yes. And so, uh, Meli- or not Melicon, he's a bad guy. Uh, John Gill orders the recall. Of all of the uh, ships that are going out, um, he's like, they need to return, and Melikon's a traitor to his own people, yeah, and then well, Melikon's like, I can't stop this, I'm just gonna stop it my own way, and he yeah. takes a machine gun, and he's like, that's a tat-tat, bitch. Yeah, he shoots through that curtain, and just explodes the fear and kills him. Well, he's not quite dead, but he's on the ground, that's, and he's full that's of bullets. That's not what happens. That's... He doesn't explode the fear. He shoots to the wall, and then there's a single blood drop <laughs> well, coming he is, out of his mouth. He is, it is implied that he is full of bullets. Is he is on dying. the ground? And yeah, but Kirk didn't At least die. One of them hit. Yeah, he sprayed that fucking wall. Yeah, Kirk didn't die because he was up against the other wall, away from it all. Um, and so that's how then, bullets work. Yes, <laughs> and then Isaac—that's his name. Yep. Yes, Isaac shoots Melicon. Yeah. He pulls out this little tiny like his little tiny gun. pistol. <laughs> what do they call him in the in the twenties episode, the gangsta episode? Oh shit! Heat heaters. The heaters. He pulls out his heater. Pulls out his heater. Yeah, and he shoots him. And then uh, uh, the old guy is lying on the floor dying, and he's like, um, "I was wrong." Like, even historians fail to learn from history. And then I wrote dies. And then yep. I wrote sad. And then I wrote knocks because yep. they're knocking on the door now. Yeah. <laughs> and so Kirk gets up and he opens the door and it's literally everyone is at the door. It's all of them. It's the girl. It's Eggman. Yeah. I'm sure she had a name. I didn't write it down, though. Uh, did you write uh, it down? No, I didn't. Yeah, it's Eggman and her and Isaac Yeah. and everyone else who was there, McCoy and Spock. And... Uh, then, so she's going to go save all the people. Her and Eggman are going to go save their people, which in turn is going to save the Zeons. Um, and everything's good to go. And they can kind of leave. And they decide to go back to their ship. And Kirk tells Spock that he thinks the planet's in good hands. 
And he and Spock's like, yes, this is a great union of peoples that we've done here. We we made the Nazis not be a thing anymore. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, no more Nazis. Good. Um, and then so they have like a stupid conversation. I think this is like. They tried to make a huge point in 50 minutes that they summed up in one, like, conversation at the end that's not even good. Yeah. Because they're just, like, um, the Nazis weren't necessarily evil. It was just that they had this evil leader that made them... Yeah. This this is, again, where the sympathizing kind of steps in, because... If you have an evil leader who tells you who to do evil things, then you do those evil things. That's pretty evil. It's pretty fun. You're still fucking evil. Like, you don't really get to argue against that. Yeah. And then Bones is like, well, absolute power corrupts absolutely. And then Spock points out, well, in your guys' history, you seem to have a lot of these yeah. absolutely corrupt men. evil men. He does say men. He does say men. And then... uh and then Kirk has a stupid comment about how we don't need another civil war. And Sarah pointed out that the first war that we talked about wasn't civil. It's not a... They weren't from the same planet. They're different planets. Is that they're a not, civil war? They're not even remotely the same. Like, <laughs> and, and then the other thing is like, it's, it's like they're implying that there were parts of being a Nazi that were probably okay. Yeah. And it's like... Or like that the... Basically what they... And, and I think this is actually pretty relevant to current... Um, maybe last more last year more so than now, but essentially... I would say this whole episode's rather relevant. Yeah, but essentially, <laughs> but like, you can absolutely have a terrible leader and follow what they say blindly and then be a really shitty person and be evil, it doesn't excuse you. Like, maybe there are hundreds and millions of really good German people. I would only accept that those are the ones that fought against the Nazis. I won't accept that people who followed the Nazis and were Nazis were good people. Yeah. You can't do, you can't be both. I... I don't know. Like, I wasn't there. I don't know what their lives were. But, but... you do! Because we're, we're here now. Trumpers, yeah. I cannot accept them as good people. There's a lot of... Yeah. It will... I think the, the problem is... This is... My, like, my philosophy on everything is... I, I want to choose to follow what hurts the, le- like, least amount of people. Yes. I, I want to pick the thing that make sure most people, most humans are taken care of. Or at least not intentionally injured. Yes. Well, yes. And all those people aren't just white people. No. And they're not just, like, people who are already successful. Yeah. I really like to... Here's a shocker. They're probably not Christian. No. Not all of them. Not Christian. And, like, you know, maybe not sober. Like, yeah. you know what, like... What are you saying to me right now? Yeah. What no. are you fucking saying to me I right will, now? I will say that you and I have a lot of privilege working on our side that keeps us from being in a place where we could, we're just a few steps away from probably yeah. technically in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And I feel like if either of us were in a worse position, we wouldn't necessarily not deserve any help. Oh yeah, no, 100%. That's, I'm super proud at Mount Vernon is, they're working on a homeless community now. Burlington got theirs up and running. Good. 
we're, we're working yeah. on one now, I guess, which is awesome. But yeah, yeah. I, I have a really hard time with, and, and this is like a, it seems to be a political platform, which I don't understand, like not helping people. Like, yeah. like the Nazis were, they wanted to put people down. They wanted to make others less than them. They wanted to victimize people. Like yeah. that was their platform was well, victimization. They, they made them evil. Yeah. Just like we make immigrants evil and we make refugees evil and homeless people evil they're evil they've made their choices that's how they got where they are and that's that is like i admit it i am an atheist but that's not following god's word like jesus didn't want you to just ignore jesus wanted you to do (laughs) get a beer advent calendar and celebrate (laughs) his birthday and celebrate his fucking birthday guys with a beer advent calendar calendar. and he wanted you to do that for everyone. Yeah, for he everyone. wanted everyone to have a beer advent yeah, calendar everybody. to celebrate his birthday. Not just people that look like yeah, you. Yeah, not just the people <laughs> who are already okay. Yeah. He wanted homeless people to have a yeah. beer advent calendar, and he wanted refugees to have a beer advent yeah. calendar. Everybody needs a beer advent Everybody. Gets everybody gets a beer advent calendar. We got a little off track. Yeah. Maybe. As we do. I don't know. I think we made a pretty good point. But also, Nazis are bad. <laughs> Forever. Forever. You will never be able to tell a story and make them, or, again, the Nazi people. Yeah. Okay. Like, they were still Nazis. They still did it. Yeah. Um, but I, uh, yeah. I think that's just the whole point of the episode is, I, I really think they wanted to have a good point. Like, they did. This is not a path we should follow again. No. And, and that's good. But then they were like... But I could see why people would try to follow it again. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, let's not, let's not talk about why anybody would. No. Let's just, let's just not. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have to build a bridge here. <laughs> what they, I feel like it would have been better. I, I fixed it. Okay. The historian goes down there. He shows them clips of Nazi Germany to be like, don't be like them. Yeah. But then they're like, maybe we want to be yeah, like them, and they drug him. Maybe we could. Just like they did in the fucking gangster yeah, episode. Yeah, exactly. So, also, I just realized, why in the world was this random historian the Fjord when he actually wasn't, like, he was just there observing? Why was he, why? We don't know. Okay, that's fine. Just, to- this is not a great episode, no. guys. No, I think I think we covered it though. I, right, we went far more in depth than we than it deserved. Than it deserved us to. Yes. Uh, sorry about all the loud noises and the crazy animals. Uh, but we love you. Yep. Yep. And uh, live long and prosper.